Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's the sound you've waited months to hear. It's caused some of your greatest triumphs. Howard leads. He has it. Touchdown, Carolina. And your biggest heartbreaks. 50. No, he's not. Yes, he is. It's the option at Georgia Tech. It's Howard's Rock. The smoke in Miami. Down, leap for the end zone, and he got it! And every Saturday, you tap that sign. The wait is over. College football is here. folks and we are that much closer to North Carolina and South Carolina getting it on at the bank on Saturday. This is the Wesson Walker Show. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ Team Week continues. We continue to break down the North Carolina Tar Heels and the South Carolina Gamecocks, but we are going to kick things off today talking about the North Carolina defense, a unit that needs a lot of work to say the least. They have seven defensive starters that are returning headlined by linebacker duo Cedric Gray and Power Eccles out of Chambers High School. Had to throw that out there. But this unit, when you talk about 2022 ACC ranks, they were last in total defense and scoring defense, giving up almost 450 yards per game and around 31 points per game. Last in rushing defense, last in pass efficiency defense, last in pass defense, second to last in interceptions, second to last in fumble recoveries. They were 12th and third down <laughs> defense. I mean, the superlatives are definitely not present. Was here. that unit good last year, Wes? Not at all. Okay. Last sure. in sacks in the ACC, first downs as well, ninth in red zone defense. So you get it, folks. This defense needs a definite overhaul when they talk to big time all AC linebacker all ACC linebacker Cedric Gray he said quote last year we just knew what to do we didn't know why we were doing it or how we were going to do it he said I think that's very important to know those things because it gives you a better understanding of what you're trying to do what to expect and how to accomplish it that's what he said to the Tar Heel Times. When you look at the personnel that they have returning, we talked about the returning starters and talking about Cedric Gray and Power Eccles who combined for 248 tackles between them, 17 tackles for loss on the season. On the inside, Kamian Rucker is the dog for them on the defensive front seven as well. The defensive line, to be more specific, he had seven tackles for loss and three and a half sacks. And they are led by Gene Chizik, the defensive coordinator. He returned to North Carolina for his second stint on January 8th of 2022 after spending uh, some time away. But in the two seasons in his first stint at North Carolina, 2015 to 2016, he turned around a unit that ranked number 120 in yards per game 
that season, and they were the most improved Power 5 defense in 2015, averaging 14 and a half points fewer per game than they had given up the previous season. So they're hoping to replicate that and get this defense on track to help out Drake May and his Heisman campaign, the more they can get him the ball back, the more points he can put on the board. This is a team that went to the ACC championship last year, ranking last in all of the ACC defensive categories. And by the way, even even if it's a little crazy to say, you mentioning all of the last place finishes that they had in the ACC last year probably doesn't do it justice because it's not like they were good even when you just go to all of the college football ranks out there. If you go back to what they did last season, they were 128th, 116th. They were the 116th worst program out of 131 football subdivision teams, allowing 437 yards per game. So when you're talking about even within the ACC, it doesn't even do them justice in a bad way where they were towards the bottom in all of college football. So here's the question. They get to the ACC championship game last year with a high potent offense, despite not even loving some of the stuff we saw from Phil Longo, and they want to run the football more, and they think that might be able to help their defense. So is this a case where you're asking them to not be last place in every one of these categories? Can they still be below average and that be good enough? Or can this does this defense have to be average? Do they just have to stop every once in a while? Okay, can they be in the middle in the ACC? Can they be in the middle in all of college football? And could that be enough to allow Carolina a shot at winning the ACC championship or just, yeah, getting to second place again like they did last year before they got beat down by Clemson? That's my question. What do you think, Wes? Do they have to get to at least an average level on that side of the ball before you can truly compete for an ACC championship? Yeah, I think so, especially with the fact that they're not in the Coastal anymore. There are no more divisions. So now it's going to be the top two teams in the league, so that's going to make it that much harder. You're going to have to be that much better because we know that uh, for a long time, the Atlantic with Florida State and Clemson, they were pretty much the the class of the ACC uh, for a while. So now for North Carolina, you know, having to get through the Pitts and the Dukes and some of those teams, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for them. This defense is going to have to be uh, average, at least in my estimation. And definitely, you're going to have to start with uh, sacks and turnovers. I mean, this defense last season, you look at them as a unit, only 17 sacks on the season for this defense. That is not going to get the job done. You only forced five fumbles and nine, or five fumbles that you recovered and nine interceptions on the season. That number's got to change as well because we know that if you have a quarterback to the caliber of a Drake May, you want to get him as many possessions in a football game as you possibly can. And so they've had guys that leave through, uh, that have left through attrition. When you go look at the secondary, which was last in the ACC and pass defense, uh, they've got some guys coming in there. Elijah Hudsey from East Tennessee State had 120 or 179 tackles, 12 interceptions, and 30 pass breakups in four seasons at East Tennessee State. So he's ex- he is expected to come in and provide a presence. Armani Chapman from Virginia Tech is another veteran that's going to rotate with guys like Marcus Allen, and uh, that safety group should be stronger as well with uh, Antavis Lane. Stick, they like to call him. That's going to be one of the great nicknames 
in college football. 223 tackles he had with 11 interceptions in three seasons as well. Those are stats that you cannot sneeze at too. So they've gotten some reinforcements in the secondary, perhaps some addition by subtraction because you lose uh, guys like Storm Duck. And uh, Tony, uh, what was his name, Fitty? Grimes. Tony yeah, Grimes. Grimes. Yes, yes. Tony Grimes is gone as well. So we'll see if this overhauled secondary can make plays. But it's got to start up front uh, with the pass rush. Fitty, what are you? Oh, I was going to ask Fitty real quick. What did he see uh, in this defense, and how improved do you think they'll be this season? The, the, the problem I think with Carolina's defense is that. You, there's only two players on the unit that you love, and they're they're your two linebackers and Power Eccles and Cedric Gray, arguably maybe the second best linebacking duo in the conference behind Clemson's. You could argue maybe NC State's is a tad better, but and the problem is is that they cover up a lot of mistakes, but they can't cover up everything. This defensive line has been non-existent for almost a decade. I mean, you're talking about pass rushing numbers that like group of five schools are surpassing. The secondary, the inability to cover and make plays on the ball. That was a problem when Gene Chizik was here the first time. And so, you know, I think Cayman Rucker, he's moving to that jack spot on the defense. That's going to be a much more natural fit. Javari Ritzy's listed second on the depth chart behind Miles Murphy, who was nowhere near as good as a Miles Murphy at Clemson. I think he's poised for a type of breakout type of season because if they don't improve up front, I don't see how this defense takes a step forward. All right, so if we try to balance the scales, right? I asked how good this defense has to be because they won nine games. They faltered in the last month of the season, but they were still a good football team by any measure. Not fantastic, but still a good football team that got to the ACC championship with what was a horrendous defense. So if the defense gets a little better, you do expect the offense to take a little bit of a step back, I would imagine. Because you don't have Josh Downs. We'll see how good the offensive line is this year. If they improve, maybe that loss is mitigated. But the defense does have to get to some kind of average play. You look at their schedule, and I'm looking at the quarterbacks that they have to go up against because they didn't get after the passer at all last year. They were last in sacks. They were among the worst teams in all of college football. Again, not just the ACC. So you have Spencer Rattler in the season opener. Fascinating QB to be going against week one. Because this is someone... That only stepped up, really, in the big-time matchups they had at the end of the season. But it took a long time for him to get cooking. You had the game against Arkansas at the beginning. Big old break between productive outings. And then you get to Clemson. Then you get to Tennessee. Does North Carolina allow him to pick up where he left off last season? Or does Spencer show us that he was actually a little bit more of the quarterback that we saw in the middle portion of the year? You go against App State, they're transferring. They've got new QBs over there. You're talking about Minnesota. I don't know about their quarterback situation, but I haven't heard a lot of great things. So we'll see. I'm still going to give the advantage to some of the other schools that they're going to face. Garrett Schrader, Syracuse, Van Dyke in the middle of the season for Miami. You're really going bang, bang, bang at the end of the season with Riley Leonard. Duke, the third to last game of the year. Cade Klubnick, who I expect to be a good QB this year, on the road. And then you have NC State on the road. Brennan Armstrong, a full season under his belt with Robert and I the second time around. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. That's what I'm interested in. Does it take 
a long time for North Carolina's defense to get back on track. Do they ever figure it out? One, and if they do, I do think there is a benefit there that they face some of the better quarterbacks, especially consecutively at the very end of the season. So they do have some time, a little, not a lot, but they do have some time to try to figure this thing out. Eric McLean of the ACC Network was on the Kyle Bailey show on Monday. Let's hear his take on what the UNC defense needs to do to be successful in 2023. Biggest adjustment I need to see um, if you really want to pinpoint it into this defense that was the worst in the ACC statistically. They've got to get after the quarterback. They have to get tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Tackles for loss and sacks have to improve for this defense. Yeah, and so I start with when we talk about an X factor for this defense that I think could really help take them to the next level, it's Desmond Evans. I mean, I know UNC fans have been waiting on this guy for so long, so much potential he's had. He came out of high school, out of Lee County High School. Five-star prospect, state's number one player, the nation's top-ranked defensive end, and the nation's second-ranked player overall, according to ESPN. And he was in the ESPN 300, but they just haven't seen the production from him yet. A tackle for loss and 25 tackles is what he registered last season. He's got the size dimension, 6'6 and almost a, a half, 275. This is a guy that a lot of people thought could be the second coming of some of those great defensive linemen that they've had at North Carolina. So if he can have a breakout season and finally get on the map and make some plays, I think that would be huge for for them because obviously we've talked about the fact that the pass rush is not there and it's definitely got to start up front with those defensive ends. And Desmond Evans is a great candidate for a player who could really help make them a better unit. Yeah, to put a bow on this, I don't think anybody disagrees. It starts up front. It starts with their defensive line, if this is going to be better. We've talked about the secondary. It's been a little lackluster. I think a lot of those issues get cleaned up with a better pass rush. It's hard to play in a defensive backfield that has absolutely zero pass rush. So even if you think guys like Grimes or Storm Duck underperform based off the talent you expected them to come in with, man, you can put some really good cornerbacks in a secondary that allows what? the quarterback to get like five seconds to throw every time it's going to be tough to stick with the wide receiver for that entire time if you get more pressure on the quarterback it's going to help a lot and the real question is this defense is going to be better it just can't be as bad as it was last year it was so bad barring injuries with that linebacker duo that is going to only get a year better i trust that linebacker duo to still be a very good tandem i know that this defense is going to get better the question is do they get so much better to where maybe they can take a step back on offense and still compete for the ACC championship? That I'm not as sure about. Uh, yeah, well, I'm glad that you're optimistic about this unit because I don't see them being terribly better than they were. They may improve just a little bit, but I would be very surprised if they but are. They could be second to last better. in all these categories and be better. That's the point. This is the point, right? That's a like, good caveat. Yeah, no, like they, they this is my point. It all goes to the they can't be any worse because they were literally the worst in so many different categories. That's why I feel so confident that they're going to be better. But that's the question. Are they going to get to a point where they're so much better that they can have a little bit more margin for error in other areas? Because they didn't. They didn't have any margin for error last year. Because if they could get to middle of the pack, I mean, that would be a tremendous, tremendous improvement. But uh, 